This broadcast is done in partnership with Impact Canada Ministries. You can find them at impact-canada.com. Welcome to Full Explorations. I am your host, Tony Peters. Today we are going to have on Alicia Mitchell of Overcome the Challenge podcast, OTC. And uh, she's going to be discussing with us the book of Job, the life of Job, and the trials that he went through, and how we as Christians can learn from this book and from his struggles and develop ourselves into better Christians through this book and just learning from the errors that, that he made uh, and how God really just shaped him through the challenges that were brought into his life. I hope that you'll enjoy part one of this discussion. Welcome to Cool Explorations. As I said before, we have Alicia Mitchell on, and uh, she's changed the name of her podcast from the last time that she was on. Last time it was over um, on the Cool, and now it is Overcome the Challenge podcast, which is a great name for your podcast and uh, very suiting for for Job that we're going to discuss today. Uh, and you've got a poem that you're going to tie into this. So uh, why don't you get us started here, Alicia Mitchell? Yes. Hello, everybody. As Tony stated, I am Alicia Mitchell. I'm the owner and the um, host of the podcast, Overcome the Challenge. And today we're here. We have teamed up to talk about the story of Job. So I have a presentation that me and Tony is going to walk through and just explain to you from our perspective how um, we sometimes feel like Job or find ourselves in those circumstances and the symbolism in this poem by Tupac Shakur called the rose that grew from the concrete. Perfect and uh, you had a verse you were going to start with as well which was uh, Job 33 verse 4 which is on this slide here the spirit of God has made me and the breath of the almighty gives me life. So why don't you explain uh, why this verse was uh, very important to you uh, and why you thought this was one of the key verses from Job? Yes, um, this is one of the key verses because it really stuck out to me as far as, you know, pretty much we are God-like. We are made in his presence. We are made in his spirit. So just by knowing that, it gives us life, the breath that we need to survive to know that we are covered. Yeah, and I think Job here is really admitting uh, his own inadequacy, uh, and he puts everything into God's hands. Uh, God created all life. Uh, he gave Job the breath uh, he needs to survive, and in admitting that God has this power uh, is to admit that God provides everything for him. Uh, and if God is providing everything, then God can also take away or allow things to be taken away uh, and realizing our own smallness and God's awesome power puts our own lives into the proper perspective uh, and we need to seek God and his counsel to know how to proceed and live a full life for Christ because up until this point in Job, Job had really not humbled himself so God was still teaching him a lesson and allowing him to be put through trials and challenges as in our own lives we see that happening i totally agree and we're constantly needing to uh be humbled all the time even had a humbling experience where i misworded something yesterday and you so kindly correct me and say hey 
that you misunderstood this phrase and this is really what it means. And in that moment, I felt just like Job. I didn't get angry. <laughs> I didn't get mad. It was, uh, I humbled myself and everyone should think that humbling is a learning experience. So to humble yourself in some type of situation, you're also having an experience to learn from it. Yeah, and I think that uh, as a body of believers and followers of Christ, that's how we need to come alongside each other and just be willing to be like, oh, I was mistaken or I misunderstood something. And I've had that many, many times. Uh, I talked to my pastor a lot uh, because uh, he's able to be like, oh, actually, I think you're in the wrong here. (laughs) And uh, I've been like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. (laughs) Exactly. Just take it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And uh, so in your next slide, you also had uh, broken down a little bit of an introduction here. So why don't you carry away with that as well? Of of course. So we uh, provided an introduction of what this presentation is really going to consist of. If you can see, I kind of paraphrased it more as a question so that these answers could come as we, you know, get further along in the presentation. So it starts with what does the quote, the rose that grew from the concrete mean? How does this saying relate to the book of Job and the experiences he went through that ultimately shaped, molded him into a righteous path? So this introduction is just telling you that there's some type of symbolism between this poem and the book of Job with the experiences that we watch him go through, we watch him grow through, and ultimately leads him to get his things back plus tenfold. So what do you think about that, Tony? Uh, no, yeah, I definitely, uh, there's some correlation going on between there that we'll discuss uh, a little bit later when, when you actually read the, the poem. Um, and I think that, uh, there, there's a lot to be learned from Job. Uh, he's, he's a very, very early on in the history of the earth. Um, so he kind of has a different perspective than what we might have in our own lives, but we can still relate very well with some of the things that he goes through, uh, which is part of why God had this recorded and uh, has us being shown these things. Uh, so the first point you have here is devotions. Um, uh, why don't you you explain your uh, take on that, and then I'll kind of a- add in afterwards. Uh, if you cover some of what I have, then I'll skip over some of what I have. <laughs> of course, no. Um, I thought that we should start the slide with this because you want to start your day with prayer. You want to just start your day with giving thanks to God. So I titled it How Job Spent Time with God Daily. So throughout these um, experiences that he was experiencing with God and becoming closer to him, he uh, that devotion where he dedicated time to kind of figure out what was God trying to teach him in this moment? What was the lesson that needed to be learned here? Ultimately, we figured out, as Tony expressed, was to be humble. So the next thing he did, he prayed. I also mentioned two of um, the infamous quotes that, I mean, the infamous prayers that he mentioned to God when he was just really not understanding. And then the last one was Bible study. He even shouted out some quotes um, to try to even understand God at times, to figure out, um, is this really what I'm supposed to going through? And what does this all mean? And so these three things that we do daily, we devote time to God, 
we pray to him and to forgive us for our sins. And we have Bible study where we really get to learn the word of God. Yeah. And, uh, I'll break it down even even more than that, uh, which you did a great job. Uh, devotions for us now involve taking advice from other people who are used by God to share wisdom, which is why we have so many devotion books that that we read, is we're taking the advice and knowledge that God has given other people through their experiences for us to learn from. And Job even sees that here where he's being given advice by supposedly friends of his uh, who should be able to share wisdom but their wisdom is more of a self-interest and that's what we need to be on guard for even when we, we we pick devotions that we're learning from we pick people that we're going to learn from because there's so many people out there who will lead you astray and Job here had to discern between good and bad advice. And he ended up having to turn to God, uh, where we see in chapter 14, Job shows that he knows God is the one that he can put his trust in. It's his advice he should be seeking. Uh, and so there, he didn't have good godly wisdom coming from his friends he had to turn to God for that wisdom, which again is a humbling experience. Uh, and as for prayer, uh, this is something he would have done a lot of, and he does a lot throughout this book here in turning to God. Uh, he spends time communicating with with God, and this provides a mean for means for him and for us to share our concerns, show gratitude, seek wisdom or ask for our needs and it really goes back to even the garden of eden with adam yeah. and eve where that was a time of direct communication with god and they had this interaction and this personal connection and that's what god wants for us and this is uh, part of what prayer is 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 that looking at it even at, again in Job 14 just communicating and seeking god's counsel and thanking him for things that we do have being grateful for what we have, because even when we have very little, we can be thankful for the things that we have, because oftentimes what we have is more than what other people have. And so we just need to be again, grateful and be like, Oh, thank you God for providing this and looking mm -hmm. for ways to help other people. And then Bible reading is just so key. Uh, and that, ties in again with prayer and with devotion. So I like that you've got both of those in there with Bible study because Job here, he didn't have the full Bible because he's very early in history. And yet we still see him making that connection with yeah. the past people. And he would have had both oral history coming down as well as a little bit of written history um, but much of what he had would have been oral at that point because he's so close. Yeah. And so I, I absolutely love uh, that because it just ties in with us that we're so lucky that we have the full Bible that we can actually study and, and rely upon. And Job is just one of those, those men that God obviously held high esteem that he allowed these challenges to be brought into his life. 
Uh, and so we can really learn from that. Uh, and then I like what you have on the, on the next slide there with Job 36.5 as well. Um, I think that it, it's a key verse again and, and very, very well well put in here. I'll let you uh, give your thoughts and then I'll, I'll, I'll finish up with that. Yeah. So the next slide is just, you know, a, pretty much a breakdown of what the book of Job was about. So the book, you know, Job probes the physical and psychological depths of suffering. So like you said, this is about suffering to humble us. So the suffering is not necessarily uh, to chastise us, as you corrected me before. It's just to show us the way. And even in the spiritual depths of suffering, Job is abandoned by his friends. We've all been there. That's why the book of Job is so prevalent today. We're still living in that experience day by day. Um, and even sometimes within our lifetime of something to the nature of what Job went to. Job, um, Job needed to be humble so that he could, he could see the full wisdom and righteousness of God and know how much God cares for his people. As we see going forward, God restores Job and gives him more than what he had before. But this only happens after Job has completely humbled himself. The story ends with Job receiving his wealth back several fold, having another 10 children and living for another 140 years. Like That is really amazing. Before we get into the scripture, let's just talk about just what he went through didn't even compare to the blessings that he received. 140 years, Tony, that's amazing. So, and as far as the quote, it's um, thir Job 36.5. Behold, God is mighty and does not despise any. He is mighty in strength of understanding. So let me talk about that. So we know God to be our source of strength. And we have to realize, even in the book of Job, when he asks him these questions, to realize God is not against us. He's for us. Um, and he is very understanding in the way that sometimes we don't understand. So he allows us that grace. He allows us that resilience to keep understanding that he is the almighty God and the one that we should serve. And just a fun fact, in biblical names, the meaning of the name Job is he that weeps of cries. Look how cliche that is that goes with his names. Because I'm sure he's done a lot of weeps and cries. And ultimately, I think that's a relief for us. So don't ever be ashamed to cry. And don't ever be ashamed to cry for the Lord. It is an expression that comes from a deep emotion. And God knows it's pure. So what do you think about that, Tony? Yeah, and names back in the Bible times had really significant meanings. Uh, even like with Moses, uh, his name was uh, meant to come out of the reeds. Uh, mm. So it's like names always meant something. They had some kind of meaning. And Jacob uh, was meant liar uh, or deceiver. And and so you just see how God uses these names. And uh, you see a lot of irony in a lot of these names coming through and so that's why I, I love going back to a lot of greek and hebrew uh when i read the bible because it really does give you a full understanding of these things 
And when you look at Job's life, uh, his name definitely suits very well uh, with the challenges he faces. And people oftentimes see challenges as, you know, how can a loving God allow me to go through this? How can he allow me to suffer? And uh, it, it has nothing to do with God not loving us. Uh, a father allows their children to make mistakes. They allow them to go through things. And it is out of love because you can't tell your children, no, you you can never ever date this person. You can never ever see this person. You have to allow them to go through the experience and be like, oh, I messed up. (laughs) And yeah, and now, you know, you learn from those mistakes. You learn from your, your times of suffering. And it's out of love that we actually get to grow and become better versions of ourselves, the versions that God really intended us to Mm. be. And so uh, I think when people take it as, as God was cruel, God was, was not loving. It's the exact opposite. God was really loving. And even when we go back to the garden of Eden, God loved us enough to give us the choice to follow him. He didn't dictate that we had to follow him. We have to follow what he says. No, he gives us a choice to choose to follow him. And that's love right there, giving us the choice to follow God, to follow what God wants for us and allowing us to make those mistakes. Uh, And through that, sadly, comes some suffering and it comes death even. And, you know, there's so many different things that we do that have consequences and you can't expect to go through life and never have consequences for your actions to never be put through trials because we grow when we go through trials. Uh, And uh, through those trials, we can see exactly what Job 36, five says here with behold, God is mighty. He is mighty uh, and the strength of understanding, like just God is so mighty. And we see it through our struggles and challenges, how he gives us strength and helps us grow so we can be more mighty and stronger. And we can see that compared to God, we are not, we are nothing like we need God to be full and complete uh, and so that that's really I I love this verse and I I, I absolutely love the book of Job just because of uh, of all the lessons that we can learn from it. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to part one of this discussion on Job. You've just been listening to Alicia Mitchell and myself, Tony Peters, discussing the book of Job and the life of Job and. The challenges that he faced and how we as Christians can learn from the mistakes that were made and the lessons that God was teaching Job during his time. If you would like to reach me for any reason, you can do so at tpeters745 at gmail.com.